This week on Show Me Your News, Bill Trinan talks about Captain America, our most wanted third-party character in the Mail Time segment, and Moray Towers rounds out the sixth week of Smash Blog updates. Masahiro Sakurai, I implore you to... Show me your news! Greetings, Smash fans, and welcome back to Show Me Your News Ultimate, your weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. My name is Peter Spasia, but you may remember me as Yoko. Joining me this week, it's Miles Allen, but you may know him as Super. I'm not alone this time. <laughs> Whoa. It's also Tony Mattingly. You may know him as Tony TH. We're in the same room. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He traveled six hours, and you couldn't even travel three. <laughs> no, because uh, I just got back in town, and it's it's a thing. And uh, joining us this week as our guest, it's Joe DeVader, but you may know him as the Dobaga. Greetings. I return to fight whichever one of you, either Super or Tony, who took my spot as the host which one of you is the ben and which one of you is the me that's right at the end of show me your news you were one of the hosts at the time so uh, it's good to have you back hope ben is doing well uh, of course uh but you know we just needed a, a guest this week uh, you were certainly willing to join us and uh, thank you so much for that yeah, no problem. I'm super happy to be here, to be honest. Excellent. Uh, make sure to join our Discord server if you're listening there on podcast services. Now, over at showmeyournews.com slash Discord, you get a chance to talk with us, talk with guests, talk with fellow fans of Show Me Your News Ultimate. You can also listen to when we record episodes, like right now. Uh, you can listen live and chat live, and maybe your feedback will get included into the episode. So again, that's at showmeyournews.com slash discord. Uh, Joe, how is life? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty much. I'm in, I'm in school right now uh, trying to do two programs at once, which is a little bit stressful. I'm doing a recording arts program for uh, recording and mixing music, which is come in handy for editing podcasts. And I'm also in a game dev program, even though that is really something I should be teaching myself. But hey, this helps, I guess. Absolutely. Still doing podcasts and all. I'll get to asking about the new shows you're doing soon. Uh, but of course, you're a big fan of Super Smash Brothers, uh, you know, listening to podcasts, all that good stuff. But of course, you play other games as well. So since Show Me Your News, what have been some of your favorite games that you've experienced? Well... The biggest one, I guess, is uh, me and another friend of ours got really into the Yakuza franchise. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. We, we fuck. played Yakuza 0 uh, last year, and it was one of the best games I've ever played in my life. And it just led to us both going, well, hell, let's play the whole series, because yeah. 6 was coming out this year. So we played Kiwami, which was the remake of 1, and then I watched Yakuza 2 because I didn't want to emulate it. And it's mm -hmm. finally being remade. It's being released, or it's been remade. It's being released uh, next month. Yeah, in August, and I'm looking yeah. forward to that. I but was really I played. thinking when you said, when you guys you know, played through that Yakuza game, that you're going to say, so we're like, hey, yeah, let's go join the Yakuza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, so here's the thing. Actually, what I the, have that game's I not have, accurate, but, um, you know. <laughs> oh no! Apparently, so apparently, they had some Yakuza people play Yakuza three at one point. I think yeah. it was Kotaku had them do it, and they were like, "Yeah, this is surprisingly accurate. Like there, <laughs> there aren't there aren't people like Kiryu in the Yakuza, but this is relatively accurate overall." But I have actually read about what it's like in Kabukicho, which is what Kamurocho and Yakuza is based on. Basically, that's where you'll go in Tokyo and you'll be able to tell, oh, that guy is in the Yakuza for sure, but they won't mess with foreigners from what I have been told. They won't screw with foreigners. They'll mess with locals, but they'll stay away from foreigners. I don't know why. Nobody's been able to explain that to me, but that's just how it is. Uh, I ended up playing three, four, and five, and then, of course, six. It's... 
now up there as one of my favorite franchises. It's super good and definitely worth a look for anybody that hasn't given it a shot mm. yet. I, I've seen some creepy footage from that game. <laughs> I don't know what's in all of the games. I have a feeling I know what you're talking about. I, don't think I, I have I like a feeling to. you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Does it be Mr. Libido? <laughs> There's some really weird stuff in the Yakuza series. So the thing is, uh, after a while, there started to be a a massive divide between this is the serious story of Yakuza and these are the side stories of Yakuza that are goofy and weird and just the most Japanese they could possibly be. And you're probably thinking of some mini games that are on the second side (laughs) that have to do with. So every single game has its weird kind of, I don't know how to feel about this. In six, it is webcam cafes. Mm-hmm. Where you go and watch cam girls and do what you do. Like, <laughs> you, you, if you haven't seen footage of this, look it up because it's actually incredible. Not in a good way. It's really oh. cringy. And I did it once and decided I'm good forever now. <laughs> it's quick time uh, events, basically, where you hit the oh. button right order to type out the messages that Kiryu is typing to this live action filmed cam girl. Well, hopefully they'll put him in Smash and that'll be his final Smash. God, that would be amazing. Do you have any idea how much I want Kiryu in Smash or Majima? Uh, he'll be Majima. in Tekken before he's ever in Smash, of course. But <laughs> I want him in Tekken so bad. I know. I've, I've gone on record saying that the instant Kiryu is put into Tekken, I will buy a copy. <laughs> I don't even care that much about Tekken. I will buy Tekken for Kiryu. Hey, the, the numbers did pretty well for Tekken 7. Maybe they should uh, do that, looking at the audience and see well, what's possible there. It's also yeah. super cool Like for Yakuza is that it's having a renaissance in America because for a while it just wasn't coming over here. After 4, we got a game called Yakuza Dead Souls, which was a zombie spinoff, weirdly enough. As you do. And it's not very good. And it did horribly over here and they kind of decided they weren't going to bring Yakuza games over anymore and I think it took two or three years before we got five and then Zero came over here and it did so well that we are the reason that Yakuza Kiwami 2 is happening the West is the reason for it and it's super cool to hear about that and I'm sure Miles is thinking of VHS tapes with softcore models that's from Zero that's in Zero it's uh that's a thing. That's not even a mini game. You just go and watch softcore porn That's after collecting weird. cards. You're actually yeah. incorrect. Oh well, now which thinking, one are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the one where you burst in on a bunch of old men in diapers. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys, come on! Oh, which one is that in? I I want to say that's three. Yeah, Yakuza's weird. They're weird games, but they're very, very, very good. But again, we need we need Kiryu in Smash. It won't happen, but we need him in Smash. Oh. The West have al- has already done some stuff. We we named some characters or the Lee. Hey, we can get Ridley in, like yeah, we can get Captain America. <laughs> It'd be a, a Sega third party though. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Shadow. Get rid of Shadow. Yeah, yeah. He's not in there yet. But sure, we, don't need Son- we don't need Sonic either. Just give Kiryu a Sonic costume. No. <laughs> He'll finally have a new side B. Can Kiryu be a Captain Falcon Echo Fighter? There you go. Yeah, sure. I mean, he punches a whole lot and kicks. We figured I mean, it out. That, that, that'd be great. So, Joe, you have a current podcast that you're working on. I mean, give those a plug. Yeah, we just started. I just started two separate podcasts. One is called It's Different for Everyone. It's a solo project. It's uh, basically a podcast about bringing friends on to talk about their stories about mental health struggles like depression and stuff. And uh, you can find that on Apple podcasts and Google, and you can follow it at IDFE pod on Twitter. And then I've got the one that's more relevant to the listener base here, which I started with Matt, AKA grimace, the menace. I'm co-hosting it with him. It's called smashed pieces. And that one has been really fun. Yeah, Basically. I'm actually a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> I am, it's grown on me. I didn't like it at first, but it's grown on me heavily. What we're doing with that one is we are playing one game for every character in Super Smash Brothers. 
and we just released our episode on Ice Climber yesterday at time of recording. What game did you play for Ice Climbers? <laughs> uh, we played Game & Watch Gallery, actually. Uh, oh, sweet. <laughs> we, played, we played Ice Climber, and uh, spoiler alert, that game sucks It's a terrible a game. Yeah, It's really, it really bad. I would have uh, copped out and played Melee. <laughs> our, our next game is uh, Kid Icarus for Pit. Oh, gosh. So, That's another tough the game's one. It's not bad, but it's really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been told that basically the secret is if you can make it out of the underworld, the game gets a lot easier. But from there, it is literally clawing your way out of hell. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't get that far. <laughs> yeah, I've so I, I tested it, actually, before we recorded the Ice Climber uh, episode. And I tried five times and could not get past stage 1-1. One, one. So this will be really fun. Mm-hmm. Godspeed. So yeah, check out It's Different for Everyone and Smash Your Pieces on Apple Podcasts and Google Play for sure. Let's get into the Super Smash Brothers news of the week in quick hits. Uh, start with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. The news that it will be 16 gigabytes or more to download. Of course, this is big for those who play on Switch. It has the 32 gigabytes of internal memory. A lot of that, or a good chunk of it at least, is taken up by apps and other internal storage. Uh, going to be one that if you want to get digitally, you're going to want that SD card. Get on Wario 64. Usually he's pretty good about uh, getting some good micro SD card sales. Oh, yeah. Just like how I got, I got a 128 because of him. Mm. Wario 64. Just... He's a really good Twitter account. He posts a bunch of deals. He's really fucking great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is. I'm glad I'm getting this physically because it'll be the only physical game I own because I go all digital for Switch. But See, for yeah, Switch, the my, my way of doing things has been big games I'm buying physically. And then indie games and such, I'm buying digitally, obviously, because there's no other way. But I just kind of like having the box around in general. And also, 16 gigs or more is pretty good reason for me to just want a cartridge. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page with you. I think normally like the big games, like I have uh, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, Mario Odyssey as physical games. But uh, I- I'm still on the fence because I want to have Smash with me at all times on switch. And really the only way to do yeah. that is digitally. Like I have a 64 gig micro SD card in there. I think I can spare the 16 there. Uh, so I'm, I'm really tempted to do digital. Like I said, on the first podcast with it was, Panda, it was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you obviously buy the digital and the physical. That's what Ben's planning on doing. Actually. <laughs> so that no matter what, like you can play with somebody, you can play with somebody on their switch and have, uh, the potential for like not being crowded on the same switch all the time. And thank goodness save files are not tethered to cartridges anymore. <sighs> that's that's a big relief. Yeah, Is that's that going to be a thing for Pokemon? I think about that every day because mm. I want my girlfriend and me to be able to play Pokemon Eevee and Pikachu, but I don't know if they're going to do that once. They're going to they're gonna find a way to ruin that. I guarantee it. Those fuckers. I'm, I'm concerned about it. I'm not. Because I think we want to get, you know, just one version. Like, I don't see the need of getting two, especially you got if you get the, the Pokeball version. I mean, 100 bucks. Like, mm, you're not dropping that twice for both games. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd like to have the two separate save files. Like, tie it to your Nintendo Switch account. I hope somebody finds out a way to play Smash on the Pokeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you forward Smash, you throw it. Oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> the most physical match of Smash to mm-hmm. ever play. Masahiro Sakurai also said some things uh, in, it was in this uh, Famitsu column that is ongoing. It started with Smash's special and all that. Uh, he is thrilled by the reaction that Ultimate has received so far. Uh, quoting the Source Gaming translation about uh, leakers in particular, he said, quote, The staff and I have been pouring all our energy into this project for many years. We've been meticulous and methodical in our preparations. I also feel like we put a lot of effort into the presentation, including the initial promo video. I really didn't want for this thing we've been working on for years to be ruined by someone's petty sense of self-satisfaction. Basically talking about if the thought that or the phrase that everyone is here, that all the characters are coming back, like that would have diminished a little bit the big reaction that this game got. Yeah. 
And, you know, the main leaker that we mostly talk about has mentioned that he's going to stop any leaking for Smash because it's, to him, quote, not worth it. Hmm. So the main guy who told us that, like... The Dust for Gaben guy, yeah. Yeah, that guy. He said he's not going to do any more leaking for Smash. Hmm. <laughs> and he mentioned it after this article. I wonder why. He's putting everyone. He's putting everyone on fucking blast. Yeah. I feel bad now, Daddy Sakurai. <laughs> Just oh, I don't want him to feel bad. Now, I saw another leak this week, uh, and I didn't really want to bring it up because it felt like it was just trying to put different thoughts that have been gathered together. Uh, it just almost felt like a Me Too sort of one. I mean, the whole prime ribs thing was was crazy and out there, but this mm-hmm. one is just like. I'll do everything, but not mention Simon Belmont at all. So I, it, was, it was strange. I mean, just if you want to search for it, it's out there. Uh, look at that up. But I just didn't want to give it Thomas, that much coverage. Let me have my Captain N team. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't, am I late to the party on this? But have you guys seen like the like Nintendo New York fucking like stream of like oh, yeah. the character, like the whole fucking trailer? Because I like cried like watching everyone get so hyped and excited i'm like man that's exactly how i felt i was freaking out that whole thing it's always so amazing to see yeah the nintendo new york store like whenever that happens ah it's so cool but you were talking about how well it was paced out like yeah like they just hit so many notes and hype moments in the in that trailer sakurai was also talking about that because he was doing the prep work for the uh treehouse live after the fact he wasn't able to watch with other people, but he could hear the reaction of Nintendo employees. And like, that's super yeah. cool. And so he's like, that, that felt really good. <laughs> I do really like that. I like the, so as somebody who wants to get into game dev myself, I really, really like the idea of just hearing about developers, hearing people's reactions to their stuff and being like, oh, that's, that's a reaction to something I made. Awesome. It's sad that he didn't get to watch it, but hmm. this is something. Yeah, it's the ultimate example of that too. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how many. Yeah, no, I don't know how many like fucking games can elicit this type of response. Like, it, it's a culmination of thirty-five years of Nintendo history. Is yeah. why it's like so amazing yeah. and hype. Yeah, oh, for sure. Grimace the Menace is in our podcast chat. He says, "I've seen that quote, petty self-satisfaction." line translated way differently uh and mm-hmm. yeah i've, I've seen I've that, that too um yep. the sense of it is like the people want their five minutes of fame or 15 minutes or whatever um yeah it's people just trying to get attention now granted i mean sakurai's want to talk but there are certain leaks we look at the esrb leak in the past we uh you know see certain things like uh the different screenshots of brawl that popped up online that ended up being true and i suppose there is some sense of you know deflating the hype a little bit in that i don't see those people as necessarily wanting the fame uh, it, but if they're making shit up then then that's a little selfish yeah fuck em. yeah <laughs> uh, also you mentioned about his health quote after the presentation a number of people asked me did you lose weight you look emaciated they said please take care the of fuck yourself does that word mean? <laughs> uh, it means like so. Starving, really yeah, yeah, malnourished. Uh, also, quote: "It's true that I've dropped about six kilograms, but I wouldn't say I'm emaciated. I've just slimmed down. No need to worry." Sakurai, take a nap, Sakurai. <laughs> just no more midnight flights. Just go to sleep. Yeah, he's it's one of those hipsters that do the juice fasts and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really slimmed down. I'm going gluten free. Also, yeah, uh, as as. Matt says in the chat, that's about 13 pounds. And he's already that's pretty skinny of... to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that's not healthy, Sakurai. Eat a sandwich. Get the game done as he's so driven to do. But I mean, man, he do says it, he do it healthy. Silica- six kilograms, but like, we don't really know the amount of time between him losing that much weight. We just know he lost that much weight. True. Yeah, but for, so- for somebody his size, losing that much weight at all is kind of not good. Mm hmm. He's not a large man. Right. He can take my weight. <laughs> It'd be better if he just like came back and he was just like super fucking fat. <laughs> <laughs> he is like like Kirby. I decided to eat everything. <laughs> I have become donut sakurai. <laughs> yeah. And here's here's some subway promotion. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a whole buffet. 
Where'd it go? And he walks in, just super fat. Everyone is here. <laughs> <laughs> in my valley. Uh, on the American side of things, Bill Trinan went and did some Smash Brothers promotion on IGN's Comic-Con show. Uh, certain things that he mentioned, I just want to get your thoughts here, guys. Uh, in regards to a question about a smash test, or I can do like a splat fest or a test punch for arms. Uh, basically said they're focused on getting the game ready, but... There will be things to announce closer to launch. Uh, I got to imagine this is something that's going to happen eventually. It seems to be a big thing with the multiplayer games. I mean, Mario Tennis Aces was the most recent example. But, of course, we do have to worry that if there are still secrets about this game, do it after you announce all the newcomers because that shit's going to get hacked. It's going to get spoiled for everyone. uh, And I'm sure they know this. Yeah, I don't know. I think somebody on our Discord mentioned that they could really fuck with data miners. Mm. Yeah. And that would be super <laughs> funny. Have they ever, though? Mm. Oh, cool spots in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will buy three copies of Smash if you do that. I don't even need three copies of Smash. I'll do it. <laughs> Call me, Bill. Grimace the Menace also saying that Sakurai would have that kind of humor to mess with data miners. That That's very true. The way he thinks about the different trailers and the kind of humor in that. It's its possible. But again, I mean, we look at Brawl and how that was all laid out. We looked at, but you know, that's a, it's a different time of Nintendo. Um, also mentioned that they are recognizing that Ridley is being portrayed in Japan as Captain America because of the big demand in the West. So that has uh, created some interesting memes this week. What an amazing quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I think I posted in the Discord the one where it's just like Ridley backwards sitting on the chair, like, so you thought I was too big for Smash. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, all the photoshops of Ridley on Captain America's body have been amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me think of how there was an article, I think it was on Deadspin, uh, of how people in, I want to say it was China, actually, but different NBA players, people in China come up with nicknames for them. Uh, so whether it's you know Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or LeBron James, people in China would come up with these kind of nicknames for them instead of just using their actual names. So if that interests you, give give that a look because like that's the that thing. Funny. But that's what made me LeBron think of that. James. LeBron James. I mean, LeBron as some as somebody that will watch like anime and come up with my own names for characters before I've memorized the real ones, like Angry Dad or. Like, like every character in My Hero Academia? Like, pretty much, yeah. I have, I have a nickname for all of those characters. I get that at a deep level. Mm-hmm. I will always enjoy my uh, nicknames for every character from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> it's me, Alex Louis Armstrong. It was somebody, I'm just like, where, where are you in this? And I'm just like, well, Vic Mignogna and the Tin Man just met up with the Ice Queen and found out that Markiplier was right all along. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good stuff. Good. Uh, also talking about the Wii U audience and how when they started playing Smash Brothers with the Wii U version, uh, they generally gravitated to newer characters. And you said, you know, like Cloud, like Bayonetta, like the Xenoblade characters. Oh. Oh, oh, the Xenoblade characters? Now, certainly could be a slip because he was kind of trying to reach and, and find something to say. Uh, but considering that he and the team play at lunchtime at work, uh, maybe Bill knows something that we do not. So that's something to keep an eye on. Which another one would make sense. Mm-hmm. W- would you rather have it be from 2 or X? I, don't I would rather it be from yeah. X because 2 has horrible character designs. <laughs> I only that is know literally the my only reason. I like your attitude. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's show my thing of three. Every uh, time. Yeah, every, every time. Uh, also mentioning that David Hayter is doing the voice for Snake, uh, as we know. The way he was talking about how he's excited on social media and other quotes that he said uh, definitely suggested that it is new work being done instead of just reusing old clips, which that feels like we know that, but it's good to kind of hear more talk about that. It gives more hope for uh, new 
sort of codec calls on Shadow Moses Island, things like that. Please bring codecs back. Yeah. Please. It's the I'm biggest reason I was so I was so excited to see Shadow Moses come back. Please. I was actually uh, having a conversation with my girlfriend about um, if Goku is there. <laughs> and I'm like, can you imagine like the codec for Snake about Goku? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's fucking Goku. I want the one for him talking about Bayonetta. Like, really badly. <laughs> and people said my butt was big. It, by law, has to be that. It has to be him <laughs> talking about how he's jealous of Bayonetta's butt. Exactly. That's right. It, that is true. It, yeah. It's, it's going to be that, for sure. Uh, and then about DLC, the focus is getting the game done. Uh, but then decisions on that can be made if Sakurai wants to or if he feels that it's already the ultimate version. He can leave it at that. I get why he's saying that for PR, but on yeah. a monetary level, Nintendo's a business, and you know they're going to push DLC. Give us alternate costumes. <sighs> I won't pay you for a good pack. Put them in the game just to begin with. <laughs> yeah, a couple just to just to tease us and go. This is something we're thinking about. Hmm. It is. It is like PRE bullshit. Like usually when companies say this, but when it's Nintendo, like, oh, we just want to get the game done and then we'll figure it out later. I'm like, I actually believe. I don't think you're like fucking. Oh, we're putting these characters in, and we're going to gate them. Like, I know they're like, they probably, like, they care a lot about quality and a full, complete experience. Especially Sakurai, and he works so hard, yeah. To me, the biggest thing this says is that any leak that says, here's who the DLC characters will be, is is bullshit and wrong. Like the most recent one. (laughs) Yeah, most of the ones that have said, like, oh, but I know who the DLC characters are. I already have basically written off as no, you're full of shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good point. This further cements it. Uh, I just want a DLC costume pack of all the Hyrule Warriors characters. Oh man, uh, I started playing that game again on Switch, and I played the vanilla one on Wii U, and it, it's so great. Just that, but all the new content. It is the perfect plain game. Like I, yeah. I even. Uh, played Linkle's first mission. Like, that was the yeah. first new mission that I played. Like, oh my god, it's so fun. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Linkle is so fun. Yeah, Linkle yeah, she's really good. Fun. If you're waiting Rose for... Uh, <laughs> if you're waiting for <laughs> uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, get Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition on your Switch. And uh, <laughs> you, won't, you won't finish it in time. Uh, no, there's there's a whole there's lot of stuff. There's too much. Grimace the Minute says, Linkle and Smash or my Switch in the trash. That's uh, damn right. That's about, that's about right. <laughs> Let's get to the crux of the Smash Brothers news this week. It's the Smash Blog updates. Oh, oh man. man. How do we start this one? Well, you say the crux of everything, but honestly, everything else has so much going for it. This <laughs> and- week, we got beat you <laughs> i can't believe this character is or ever was in smash still to this day yeah 17 years later peach you can almost buy a pack of smokes <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need it after i hurt myself after all this uh it starts on july 15th with today's fighter number 19 pichu pichu is back after 17 years Pichu's electric attacks have greater range and do more damage than its other attack types, but they also damage Pichu. What a good gimmick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they damage Rocky who, but... <laughs> well, oh, here, here, here's something that I was talking to uh, Tony about. While the video is playing, you'll see Pichu do some level of move, and when it connects with Charizard, Charizard is stunned. Mm. Like a paralyzed stun. Yeah, using that quick attack as like a dodge, essentially. Yeah, like it uses the quick attack, then it uses the move that stuns Charizard, and then finishes it off with like a smash attack. So Pichu could be kind of stupidly broken. Like the, it's like down tilt. It looks like. Yeah, if down tilt leads into some level of like smash attack, Pichu is going to be very dangerous. If Pichu is top tier, I'm going to actually be angry. I'm not. <laughs> If you can get launched at fifty percent, fuck it. That was the I'm problem gone. with Pichu and like melee. Like it was, it had that gimmick, but it was not strong enough. Like at no. all, Pichu's up smash was broke though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, it was pretty good. And Pikachu's too. Like that, those are just really good up yeah. smashes. 
Pikachu said the strongest uncharged of Smash in Melee. I would have guessed Fox. Fox is close behind, but uncharged. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Cyberlink420 has been giving stage reports in our Smash Blog update section of the Discord. So uh, he says for the video, we have Yoshi's Story, Battlefield, Summit, and Pokemon Stadium 2. Uh, in the screenshots on his fighter page, Great Bay, Green Greens, Spear Pillar, Pilot Wings, and Pokemon Stadium uh, 2, as well as Mario Galaxy, his background image is Prism Tower. Uh, he says on his episode that he thought it was a Stadium 1, but that was actually for Jigglypuffs. Mm. Prism Tower is a cool stage in 3DS. Yeah, Prism Tower actually is pretty damn cool. That's cool to see. I, I did like Prism Tower a lot. It was better than the other Pokemon stage. I'll, I'll give it that. I didn't even remember the other 3DS Pokemon stage was in the game until I read it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. So you're right. Uni- Univa Pokemon League. Oh, yeah. I forgot that stage existed until like a week ago. But it's still no Pokefloats. Pokefloats, man. <laughs> Where's my Pokefloats? What a good bad stage. That should be what's in the background for Pichu. Seriously. Can yeah. you imagine if they're building everything from scratch that they do Pokefloats? Just you know, <laughs> HD and all that. The only screenshot worth looking at on the fighter page is the one where they have the jetpacks. And it's him mm-hmm. and Pikachu on Galaxy. Uh, just just kind of soaring around, just jumping. It's, it's pretty cute. What if Lickitung is an announced fighter character and Alfonso replaces Lickitung on Pokeflix? <laughs> <laughs> but like in a Lickitung suit? Yeah. <laughs> like a furry suit? <laughs> Leave it to me because I am a balloon. Alfonso... Why is your Pocosona lick a tongue? <laughs> that's, that's a good question. On July 16th, today's stage, Moray Towers. This is a stage from the Splatoon and Splatoon 2 games. Look closely for Judd and Lil Judd. Judd will raise the flag with the color of the fighter or team currently in the lead. Now that's a little detail I did not notice when they first showed the stage. I knew they were lifting the flag up, but I didn't realize that's what it was. Uh, I will say, maybe it's just because I haven't played on it yet. The stage doesn't look fun. Like, the layout doesn't look fun. It's too constantly vertical. It looks fun if you're playing Sonic and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know, guys. We keep saying this game is not a port, but even the stage is a port. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know until this moment that the little cat's name is Little Judd. That makes me very upset. <laughs> Especially yeah, the way they sure. do the apostrophe. Like I guess no, that's, I like that. I guess I guess it's <laughs> accurate for the the missing letters, but you always see L I L apostrophe. So hmm. I don't know, Little Sebastian, Little Judder. <laughs> I do like how it looks in the nighttime like version. Yeah, that yeah. would really nice. It's just the stage doesn't look fun to play on. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not good. Maybe if it was wider? Maybe, yeah. It'll be a good FD uh, Battlefield aesthetic, though. Oh, that'd be interesting, yeah. At the very least. It looks kind of like Kitty Cork, which was a common um, stage that was added to a lot of uh, Brawl mod packs. Mm -hmm. They were kind of the group that would put a lot of the mods into Brawl. Yeah, Kitty Corp, yeah. Yeah, so they had a Kitty Corp City, which was based mostly on um, the float parade from Marvelous Capcom 3. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. yeah, that's weird grab, but sure. That's what it doesn't seem to be based on entirely on, so... <laughs> now I can't stop thinking of Homestar Runner with little Judder. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to give that a little more a little more credit there. Uh, you know, it, it'll be a Splatoon song. Actually, you know what? I did not check this, so let's uh, check this out before we get to the music update. Now that we have... Uh... Oh, interesting... So remember how we thought earlier that, you know, on the, the music updates, like maybe the background would be uh, when the stage is revealed. Maybe we get that there. Uh, Bomb Rush Blush does not yet have the background of uh, Mori no. Towers, which I'm sure that's the stage that it's on. But maybe that doesn't happen. That'd be a mistake. I don't know. What if it's on PictoChat? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mistake. <laughs> No, man, it's actually on uh, Green Hills. 
Or God, if Splatoon <laughs> gets another stage, I don't I know. I wouldn't mind that because, yeah, because they need a good stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the aesthetic, but it just might be too vertical. And I think these are thin enough that you can drop through, uh, but yeah. still. Yeah, they were yeah. doing that at the Invitational. Definitely. Like, it just, nothing about this stage screams like a good time. I wish, like, it did. But I'm just looking at it, I'm like, this doesn't look fun. It looks like you just hang out at the bottom and be like, I'm going to shark everything. I'm just going to send my hitboxes through the bottom of these platforms, and that's going to be your doom, because there's no reason to be on the top. Yeah, Like I said, FDM Battlefield, because it's got a cool aesthetic, and the music's going to be fucking rad. According to to Matt in chat, uh, this is the most hated stage in all of Splatoon. Oh. If the stage was fun, it wouldn't be accurate to the source material, is exactly (laughs) what they have said. I remember that now. That stage does suck. <laughs> I like that we have our own chat, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, the daytime version of the stage, the screenshot shows blue and orange splats, while the nighttime gets magenta and teal. Uh, I wonder if that stays constant or if it's a randomly generated pair of complement colors. If it's anything like Splatoon itself, it's probably just going to be a, a random pair for every time you play. I hope that's so. How, that's how the game is. It better be. I, I mean, I would like that to be a thing, but then I'm thinking in the back of my head, you've got eight different inklings. They have like eight different paint colors of their own yeah. that they're going to make sure that every inkling's color doesn't match. The that's paint fair. Is already on here. So like, I think the orange uh, inkling has a much deeper orange than the one that's in display here. I mean, just consider it in the algorithm. Like, if you have an yeah. uh, inkling, like, don't make it be those colors. Alfonso's the paint. <laughs> <laughs> he pops out just of it and his, says... His <laughs> texture horribly <laughs> oh, stretched across the picture. stage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't like the Alfonso jokes, but they're fucking cold. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> title on the back of the stage just says leave it to me uh the music update for this week hey they actually did something about the text description also on tuesday july 17th today's music you can now listen to snake eater the original version was the opening theme song for metal gear solid 3 this time it's an arrangement from nobuko toda let's take a listen to that excerpt So, I, I, I feel like Kuabara, <laughs> Kuabara. I kind of have uh, <laughs> I kind of mixed feelings about this one. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, it would have been great to have the lyrics. Uh, you definitely run into different rights issues with lyricists and, and different uh, languages and things like that. I um, definitely prefer this to how it was done in Brawl, where it was just the song, absolutely. but we stripped the lyrics yes, out. Yes, it yeah. is smashified, as we say. Uh, a little more upbeat, especially when you get to the chorus. I like the instrumentation there, but I, I felt like with the drum machine leading up to it, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, I like it. See, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of this remix, honestly. I I would very much prefer a version with the lyrics intact, but obviously that doesn't seem like it's possible. So I will take this as the next best thing, personally. Look, if we're keeping the Congo Jungle DK rap, <laughs> they can do something for us here. It can be just as bad. I just want it. <laughs> <laughs> they secretly bring Kojima himself in to sing. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you just it and put like Jump Superstar over or some yeah. shit? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so Nobuko Toda uh, has mostly worked on the Metal Gear uh, series. She was a composer and lyricist on Peace Walker uh, and Ranger on 4. Uh, but she also did some arrangements for Halo 4 and Halo 5 Guardians. Uh, that is certainly interesting. 
Also on uh, Kingdom Hearts, Dream Drop Distance, and Arranger. No, I'm I'm partially kind of, this is going to sound weird, but I'm a little bit disappointed that it's just her because she's a Metal Gear composer. And oh man, she did the Metal Gear song. It's a good song, but like, do you do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there at you're, all? you're missing the yeah, chance for the crossover. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like Jun Sanoe is doing a Mega Man Four medley <laughs> like we got last week. Like, it's just a Metal Gear composer did a Metal Gear song. I wanted a Metal Gear composer to do a freaking Metroid song. Yeah, uh, please. That would be awesome. I want Koji Kondo to have his take on Snake Eater. That would be awesome. I want that. Stop saying things I want. Now I need that in my life. We haven't had a Sonic song. I want Koji Kondo to do a Sonic song. That'd be oh, cool. God, that'd... That would actually be super awesome, and I'm surprised neither Smash 4 or Brawl has done that, where they put Koji Kondo on Sonic and put Jin Sanoe on Mario. God, I need Jin Sanoe to do a Zelda song, though. That's what... Green Hill needs to be is uh, is yeah. to do the Super Mario Brothers like eight bit instrumentation, Blend, simplify yeah. the melody, and just do it like that. Literally, since we're like we're not getting Windy Hill Zone, it doesn't seem like, and we're getting Green, which Hill I'm Zone. fine with. I hate yeah, this. Yeah, I think everyone's pretty much fine with. Um, I really hope the Sonic's going to get a second stage, and I really hope it's not a garbage one. Yeah, <laughs> Sakurai's like. I took inspiration from the game Sonic Boom. You know what? That's fine. Give me a Sonic Boom stage. Just make it not a shitty stage. Do you think like, they put Sonic Boom, the song, on that level? <laughs> I hope so. We took inspiration from Sonic Boom. So every time you press pause, you regain your double jump. <laughs> <laughs> or I was, was going to say when, when Knuckles is always spawns as an assist trophy, but he keeps jumping for some reason. <laughs> Like, I would love a good Sonic stage because I'm also not a big fan of Green Hill Zone, personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to alone in that. Mm-hmm. But uh, Windy Hill was so bad. Mm-hmm. And there's so much stuff to choose from. And you keep choosing, of all the things you chose, you chose the thing that's just Green Hill but with a different name. And then you made it a bad stage? Come on, yeah. man. The song's all about curves and momentum and no. bad game. Yeah. <laughs> Another stage was announced this week. It's on July 17th. Today's stage, Wiley Castle. Speaking of bad stages. <laughs> <laughs> Hazards from the previous games for both 3DS and Wii U will appear on this stage. The Yellow Ooh. Devil will cause a big explosion when it's defeated, but the player who landed the final attack doesn't take any damage. Use this to your advantage. I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> I really like Wily Castle, but I also like only like it for casual play. Mm-hmm. It's not a great stage for literally any. It's a good stage for, hey, guys, you want to play Smash for the first time ever? <laughs> <laughs> Check this out. It's the same reason why I love Gamer so much. Um, yeah. But like any other situation, you're not going to play on Wily's castle or gamer. And the fact that it turns off more than just the yellow devil with the stage hazard switch. I know Panda mentioned that in the first episode. That's really disappointing. It's, it's Yeah, it's just like the, the platform layout was the thing that gave it an interesting layout in the 3DS version. And they went and screwed up by like, we got both hazards. And like, no, we only wanted the one. <laughs> and there's still know, time for them to I, fix that, to be fair. I don't, I don't think anyone wanted the Wii U version. <laughs> no. Even yeah. even in casual play. Yeah. I love to just bullshit with my friends and turn items on and shit. I never, I never do the not the Omega version. Yeah, it's just like you have to do the Omega version. Now, of course, thank God there's a Battlefield version, so we can actually go to this stage now yeah. and hear the kick-ass music. That's the thing. It's, it's got one of the best selection of soundtrack songs on it, uh, so I, I would like to play it more. But Yellow Devil, as excited as we were to see it in that initial Mega Man trailer back in Wii U, like it's just terrible. Because we didn't know. <laughs> we did not know. We were so young and naive back then. No, I believe 3DS version only had, only had the platforms, didn't it? It wasn't probably, yeah. It was just a platform, yeah. it was just yeah. a platform on the yeah. 3DS version. They wouldn't take things away from the 3DS version. I don't. I don't <laughs> think the 3DS version could handle the Yellow Devil. If it can't handle the Ice Climbers, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, uh, good to see another stage, uh, but only a couple pictures and it just makes us think what could have been. But yeah, let's let's get that Battlefield version in and uh, still enjoy the music, just like you said. On July 18th, uh, this would be Wednesday, today's fighter number 58, Bowser Jr. He's the tiny version. <laughs> Bowser, but fun size. That's yeah, right. He's the fun version. Uh, the junior clown car this little fella rides in takes less damage when attacked than Bowser Jr. himself. So try to stay in the car when taking damage. The different color variations are the Koopalings. They sure are, Sakurai. Mm-hmm. I had Bendance. no idea that the different hitboxes for the clown car and bowser jr himself were a thing i didn't know that was and i wasn't alone apparently yeah i didn't know that either Mm -mm, no wait you guys didn't no No. i didn't know that i thought for sure we had an entire episode just really no like not an entire episode but like we've definitely talked about before no i think that was just you (laughs) yeah i I don't i don't remember that at all i I know like we've talked about it and i know that was definitely a thing in wii u it was a thing in wii u uh, I because I I've, I I distinctly recall us talking about this because um we we wondered like so do I have to hit Bowser Jr. head all the time or is this going to be is he going to take less damage than anyone else will or will he take just more damage than normal if he's out of the car so we I remember us talking about that and discussing right. that and that gives a whole new like sort of dynamic to his up B too yeah I honestly do not know if like the clown car armor exists just when he's in the clown car so even if you hit him on the head like does he still take the same amount of damage or is it just when he's out of the clown car from what i could guess from the different conversations on our discord i think it is if you hit him in the head he does take that same sort of damage while he's in the clown car and like his hitbox is a little bigger than it normally would be when that's the case and that's that sounds like a nightmare to code yeah 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 sure true. does uh, i can barely I do a hitbox on a tree <laughs> well that means the tree has two different hitboxes one on the trunk and one on the leaves he's that's too around a lot in there. you could you are just one man he's a man with a team and a plan how, and a port how about that down tilt tongue attack eating <laughs> items yeah <laughs> he's down tilt eats items down tilts have never picked up items so this is interestingly enough. That's uh, true. Didn't think about this that. Is, this is interestingly enough a new mechanic. Hmm. How about that? <laughs> Weird He's place there. for a new mechanic. Yep. But they just kind of wanted to add that little thing. So I hate his final smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's dumb and like it doesn't fit the other Koopa Link. Now mm. there is an Echo Fighter. Oh yeah, fucking Shadow Mario could be an Echo Fighter, right? Hmm. I, Fuck I it. guess so. Yeah. But then what would his final smash be? <laughs> Alfonso, you know what we were going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have them use magic wands or something and turn everybody into animals. I don't know. That would fit more than... Hmm. Actually, does Daisy have a different Final Smash than Peach? I don't I know. Don't think we, I don't think we know. I don't think we've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because, like, I, doesn't Peach still have, like, the weird Peachy dream bunch of Peaches in uh, her arch? I hope not so anymore. That's I, a bad one, too. I, at one point, would have said, no, she could have a different final smash and she very well could still uh so this is not me speaking on any authority or anything but i kind of had a realization a couple weeks ago because my original evidence for that was dark pit has a different final smash but then i realized we don't actually know that yeah we don't know if he still has the same final smash he had him for and i also sort of realized that it would make sense if he got a new final smash and was the same as pitts because mm-hmm. Pitt's new final smash is the lightning chariot which is something that Dark Pit uses way more than Pit does in Uprising. So it would kind of fit pretty well. Though that would be weird considering the entire reason that Dark Pit is a separate character in 4 is because Sakurai felt he needed a different Final Smash. That's, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Cyberlink 420's stage report for Bowser Jr. He says, The video, Princess Peach's Castle, Congo Falls, Mushroomy Kingdom, Green Greens, Mario Galaxy, Yoshi's Story, Screenshots, On It, 3D Land, Spirit Tracks, Boxing Ring, Tomodachi Life, Woohoo Island. The background is Mushroom Kingdom U. Also brings up a good point that the music in uh, Bowser Jr.'s trailer 
hopefully should hint at Delfino Plaza returning. It's a remix of that good old Delfino Plaza song, uh, but we have not seen hints of that stage yet. It's a really good remix. It is. It's it's punchy and catchy a little bit. Uh, some good screenshots on Bowser Jr. He's got a little punching match with Villager. That's kind of cute. This Tomodachi Life one. I mean, I'm so happy that stage is back. <laughs> uh, you got some t- tempura shrimp. Got uh, with the fork and the the me singing, and then uh, what are the, what are these Koopalings doing? What are they doing? I, I, I don't know what they're doing. It, it's almost like some uh some shell nonsense. You got four of them there. What the shell, man? <laughs> they said that a lot in that fucking Fox Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and it made me mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was to say, where have I heard that before? Uh, we go to our final update for the week. It is today's item. It's a doozy. It sure is. On Thursday, July 19th, today's item, Pokemon Beware. Beware's more ferocious than it looks with slow movement speed offset by very powerful attacks. Yeah, he definitely has a big uppercut there. I guess his big thing in the anime is like he hugs. So it's in the anime and it's also described in all of his Pokedex entries is that his thing is that he does really powerful bear hugs. I mean, yeah. And it might kill you. I mean, it's it, this is nothing new. Smash tends to not just have Pokemon do their signature thing, considering Eevee comes out and headbutts <laughs> right. of all things. Instead of evolves into a playable fighter. <laughs> it evolves into anything. And once again, another missed opportunity. Somebody other than Ryu getting upgraded. Oh, God, that's a really good point. <laughs> Still on the fucking Sokopan update, though, God damn it. <laughs> It also, even looks like he's doing a sure you can. Exactly. Let me show you how to sure you can. I'm just looking in the background and all the little Wii U flags, and I'm like, those will probably switch to Switch. Mm. Maybe. Maybe like, it's like, remember? <laughs> remember this? No, I didn't ask no, we to. don't. There was a thing recently. What was it? Uh, the WarioWare Gold uh, showed, I think it was the, the gamer level there, and instead of playing Virtual the Boy. from uh, Sonic Forces? No, not that one. <laughs> Uh, but what was originally Virtual Boy uh, has been replaced by Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. thank you, Same Nintendo. <laughs> That's pretty fucking great. Oh. The Game Boy Micro is there, but it's really small. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I stepped on it. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, well, let me I don't even know that. why those flags are Wii U, because the stage is based on Wii Sports Resort. That didn't come to Wii U. <laughs> Because it was on the Wii U game. (laughs) This is one of those moments where it's like, a lot of the round up. This was not. (laughs) This this stage was definitely just ported. Yeah, we kind of passed over this one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's it's back. Uh, Woohoo Island is a really fun location, but... I'm just really angry that they just keep on starting to say, well, it's not a port. And (laughs) this this one is definitely where we can go. Nah, man, it's pork. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't notice the Wii U flag because of the fact that Beware's arm has grown to twice the size of his body. It's Smash 64. It's, it's, it sure is. Let's get to the mail time segment. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. We got two questions this week. If you want to ask us questions to be used on this part of the show, uh, you can send them to Twitter at Show Me Your News or use our Discord, showmeyournews.com slash Discord. We have a specific section made just for that. First question comes from Plumokin. If you could choose any other third-party character to be in the game, who would you choose and why? That's an interesting question to try to just narrow it down to only one. Uh, because there's only you know, there's so many possibilities. I mean, you could even say if Simon Belmont is going to be a thing, then uh, you know that that can't be the case. I'll I'll say because of the Microsoft Nintendo partnership for that continuing, mm-hmm. I will say Banjo Kazooie. Okay, I'm actually going to throw two out, but I'm going to do it because the second one 
is a big boss prediction. Whoa, okay. okay. All right, we're calling. We're bringing something back. All right. Well, it's not even like it's it's a kefir. All right, it's a full on kefir. <laughs> so the first one, I would really like to see like tails, and I would like to see a tornado final smash with him. That'd be pretty cool. Tails would be really fun. He's an obvious new rep from Sega, and like he doesn't really fit as an Echo Fighter, and he'd just be really interesting. He's got a lot of gadgets. He's already got a lot of stuff in the game, and since we've already lost Knuckles, and I mean, it would be so nice to have a that kind of character. But my key for prediction, and you don't even know who this character is, but Tangle the Lemur. I thought I paid my dues. Huh, I Ooh. don't know what that name is. <laughs> you don't know who that is. Tangle the Lemur is an entirely new character who's actually fairly popular in the all-new Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm thinking that because they're really trying to sell us on the Sonic Forces world, because the Sonic comics are based on the Sonic Forces world, and then Sega really seems to be putting down a lot of money on it. Like, a lot of the promotional material for Sonic at this point is focusing on that. I think we're going to see her in a new game on the Switch, hmm. the next Sonic game. And I would really think that Sega would push to have her in. I just want the gamer hat. I don't care what they gotta do. <laughs> just as an alternate costume for, for every character. Yes, for every character. Ridley, I'll buy the gamer hat, Nintendo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Whisper the Wolf just got revealed at San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, you got to stop peddling your OCs. They're not going to be in Smash. <laughs> uh, for me, and this is one I, I don't feel like he is going to be in the game in any way, shape, or form, but I think it would be a good move, is Shovel Knight. Of course, Because yes. Nintendo has been really trying hard to court the indie scene as of recently. What with their, yeah, we want to release 30 indie games a week, every (laughs) week. They're really trying hard to court indie devs. And what better way to do that than to put in the guy who has become the face of indie games recently. We don't even know what his fucking face looks like. (laughs) His his head. (laughs) He has become the head of indie games recently. That just sounds like I'm talking about he's the chairman of the board of the indie game committee. (laughs) Oh man, I would love love Shovel Knight. I don't think he'll be in in any way, but like Nintendo has already shown that they like Shovel Knight. They made four amiibos for the dude. They like Yacht Club and they like what they're doing. And if an indie character did get put into the game, I think it would be Shovel Knight. But again, I don't expect it. Yeah, Goku, man, why you keep asking me this question? (laughs) Is that third party? Because he's like not a fucking video. I don't know. Bandai yeah, Namco. If, if you yeah, make yes, it video game related, Bandai Namco. Sure. All right. If we're going game, I almost want to say like Sora Zero. <laughs> I don't know. Gino. <laughs> Gino is fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but kill them all for Goku though. I don't oh know. man. Yeah. Goku. Raise your hand for the Genki <laughs> Dama right now. <laughs> So Tony is, is Sara, Zero, Goku, anyone who has a four-letter name that ends in the vowel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Our second question comes from Golden Sandslash and says, I noticed that the Lucas Trophy in Brawl spoils various plot twists in Mother 3, but the Lucas Trophy in Smash 4 doesn't. Curious about where you stand on this. Do you think that trophy descriptions should be allowed to spoil plot twists for their native games? Or do you think that trophy descriptions ought to remain spoiler-free? The former is better for those that have played the games. The latter is better for those who haven't. Uh, it's a very interesting point. I guess I've never looked that closely at the trophy descriptions. Context is everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Like It's like it really depends on each and every character. Should you spoil what happens in Bayonetta 2? Probably not. Should you spoil what happens in Final Fantasy 7? Yeah, go ahead. That Should game you came spoil out over a decade ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like you just can't you just point, pick and choose, you know. The, the Lucas and Brawl was not supposed to be translated over to here. His game never came out over here, but it had also only come out like two years before Brawl. 
That's yeah, fucked up. But like, uh, if I remember correctly, two, three but years. Does his, but does his trophy spoil his game in Brawl in Japan? That's a good That's point. A not, not sure. Uh, it is interesting to think about in Melee three years after uh, Ocarina of Time, but I mean, Zelda's down B goes to Sheik. Like that's that's a, a pretty big spoiler for that game. You know, that, that's three years away. That I, is true. I guess uh, in Xenoblade Chronicles, like one of the big twists is right in Shulk's final smash. Yeah, and it's just like uh, okay. So overall, I am personally in favor of. Uh, opening up spoiler culture a bit more. I think it's important to talk about certain games and their context and what they mean at the time. And, you know, once you pass like a year or two, I think it's important to talk about them. Um, Now, granted, there there are some people who who can't, uh, you know, play the games that quickly. Uh, So I think if all places to hide anything, I personally don't have an issue with keeping it in a trophy description uh but yeah when it's out in the middle like uh, in a move set like that's it's a bit on the nose so here's the thing and this gets complicated when it's as big a one as smash but the general rule of thumb for crossovers is they're assuming you have played all the games involved Right. True, but uh, with like, Smash, it's so hard to do. Oh yeah, and in, in Smash, it gets it gets really complicated because tis then it's like uh, there's a ton of games, but like I still remember playing Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance, and it spoiled a twist in The World Ends with You mm, for me, mm. which like that's obviously a little different. That's two franchises meeting up, yeah. but it's that's just the general rule of thumb that is considered when it comes to video game crossovers and stuff like that. But again, because smash is a shit ton of things, it's really hard to figure out where that line gets drawn. Yeah. Especially when it comes to sometimes the move set and stuff like that. Cause I mean, Bowser Jr.'s Shadow Mario, that's technically a spoiler. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Zelda turning, Zelda turning into Sheik. Not anymore. Not anymore, but it was. But Phantom Zelda's is fucking spoiler. It's weird to talk (laughs) about Hyrule Warriors again, but that's also the funniest thing where it's just like in that game, it's just like this mysterious youth named Sheik showed up. Man, I hope Zelda's okay. And it's like, come on. Come on. I think that's done with tongue and Sheik. I still don't know what happens at the end of Ice Club. So I'm really concerned about that. So, okay. They're married? (laughs) Right? I can tell you exactly what happens at the end of Ice Climber. Uh, Turn the game says, off. It says, do you want to play again? And you say no. <laughs> no. So here's the thing, okay? Their trophy should not have a spoiler. Their final Smash trophy can be spoilered. That's hmm. a fair Okay, okay. What happens at the end of Sokopan? He well, the thing, for you. The thing with the, the, with the spoilers and trophies, another thing that complicates it for me is that trophies are specifically supposed to be oh, do you not know anything about this character? Well, read their trophy, and that'll teach you a little bit about where the character mm. came from and who they are. That's also a good point. It, it's weird, though, too, because I feel like Smash is such a like, hey, check out these fucking characters and go buy their game. It is one big kind of commercial for all of them. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to stand by my, my feelings that you know their trophy should definitely be them and the concept of their game they're from, and then have their final Smash trophy that you get in all-star mode after you unlock all the characters, which is going to be a shit ton of characters this time. (laughs) After you get their final Smash trophy, that one can have some spoilers. I feel like that's a fair solution, but then it definitely gets dicey when it's included like in move sets and and things like that. Final smashes Uh, that, that gets a little dicey, but yeah, I'm, I'm also, I'm someone who, and it's, you know, not everyone agrees, but, is open for discussing spoilers more in games. So, yeah, I, I want to get this in here. Cause I keep fucking forgetting every week, but I was talking to super about this last night. All-star mode doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Oh, you God, can't no. 60 characters in one life with three hearts. Uh. Fucking impossible. <laughs> you, you, can give us, you can give us six hearts. Now how about one heart every 10 characters? Yes, Maybe fuck. that's enough. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's not enough. I couldn't do it in Wii U. And I was, Thinking about this game, I'm like, no. Maybe not to say game over when you're playing in co-op and one of you accidentally falls to a five legendary Pokemon that one of the five other opponents threw. 
Hmm. That's, 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 that's a good point. Well, that's about all we have to cover on this episode of show me your news ultimate. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for making the time to join us. Uh, please plug away. Where can people find you on the internet and what are you up to? You can find me on Twitter at the debaga. You can find my cross stitch stuff at string pixel. Uh, I also am trying to get back into streaming, trying to at least stream once a week over at twitch.tv slash detective Dobaga. Uh, I will actually, for people listening live, which is just the person, one person, and then the person involved with this, I will be racing uh, Matt slash Grimace the Menace in VVVVV tomorrow at 4 p.m. EST. On Wednesday, my roommate and I are doing a Christmas stream and then at some point in the week, I'm going to start Kid Icarus. Wait, Christmas stream? What? Good old chat. Yeah, it's, it's Christmas on Wednesday. Yeah, it's it's my wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. it's Christmas. <laughs> no, it's it's not because it's his wedding anniversary. His wedding anniversary happens to be on Christmas. No, I'm pretty sure it's because. Yeah, I, I, I think so. It, it's that important. <laughs> it's like Christmas. Blasphemers, all of you. If you're catching it late, make sure to catch the VODs there. Uh, Super and Tony, you've got... Uh, Got any fun plans for the day after it stops raining? We're gonna go to Water Park. Yeah, Water, water Park. park. Yeah, I need a fucking Michigan's nap. adventure. <laughs> it's a whole summer of fun. Michigan's adventure is a pretty cool place. Have you been? No, but I hear good things. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I let <laughs> Super down <laughs> again. <laughs> I let him down again. It's like 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty good. Maybe when I go, I'll have to, to crash your place, too. Uh, but until then, thanks so much for tuning in uh, for Doba, for Super, uh, who can be found on Twitter at Sol Harath, for Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Tony, T-H underscore G-H-H. I'm on Twitter at Pete Speakeasy. Until next time, I'm Yoko. We're out. We'll see you next time. Show me your news.